It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What a tough way to lose. Kings played their asses off. Played really good defense. I mean, you hold the Warriors to 102 and you lose. Um, you know, I, I know a loss is a loss. And there are sometimes good losses. If there is such a thing as a good loss, maybe we just saw it. Uh, without De'Aaron Fox playing this team, there were a lot of things to like. Welcome to the postgame show. This is If You Don't Like That. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. Bucks. Goodbye. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. The exclamation point. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. Boy, that's an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That was a major league smudge. Well, it was almost a holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. The Kings lose, Ryan, 102 to 101. That's a heck of an effort for the Kings without their all-star point guard. Can't ask for a lot more, Grant. We could nitpick no. here and there, but you got all five starters in double digits. That's uh, a great road loss if there's a such thing. Yeah, I think the bench dropped off in that second half. You had Malik Monk with 16, but nobody else did anything in that second half. And, you know, you look at Keegan Murray, who had a goose egg at halftime. He made four shots, but he missed, you know, 11. And he was 0 of 7 from beyond the arc. And that's just, a, without the Aaron Fox, you, you, you really need your main guys to contribute more than they normally do. And that did not happen with Harrison Barnes, only 14 and 31 minutes. Mm -hmm. Murray with only 10 and 39 minutes. You know, again, Kevin Herter misses four or five. I think he made his first three and then he missed four in a row. You, you, Again, I don't want to be negative on this show because I liked what I saw yeah. with the effort and, and the attention to defensive detail. But if you are going to be without your all-star point guard, you can't have the players that I just mentioned have subpar games. No, you can't, Grant, but I, I guess it's part of that learning process without De'Aaron, right? Because it, it is yeah. such a different type of game that you're playing without Fox. Changes the whole style, but you do need a little more from Keegan. You need a little more from Sasha. You know, you only get a couple points from him. Um, but, you know, all in all, 
I, I think that the Kings put up a damn good effort. And you held Steph Curry to 21 points, you know, mm-hmm. 7 to 15. I thought the game plan on him was really good. I thought the game plan on him was excellent. I, what they did across the board with the game plan was really good defensively. And uh, Clay Thompson, he just comes up to bite you in the end, at uh, end of the game. You know, I don't really understand this. Are the Kings walking into the arena with no confidence when they play the Warriors? What is it that they can't beat the Warriors? Well, I mean, did they not beat them in an elimination game last year in the playoffs in game six? Yeah. That's a pretty yeah, big win. That's a, that's a big win, yeah, on yeah, the road. You, you think so? Uh, <laughs> did they did they, did they they take the Warriors down to the very final second of this game without their all-star point guard? I mean, I, that to me is a real negative comment. I don't see it the way you do. Do they have no confidence? This team looked very confident tonight. I have no problem with their confidence. I have no problem with the way they played tonight. Not none. Yeah. And in fact, you could almost argue the complete opposite. You got guys that are playing a little bit out of water. You got Malik yep. Monk. that has got to be on the ball a little bit more. You got Sabonis not playing as much up top and more down low. So, I mean, short of Keegan could have doing a little bit more and Harrison and some other guys, you're right there, Grant. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, again, a loss is a loss. All right. And you play 82 and you add them all up at the end. And I'm sure when the Kings get on the bus here in a little while, they're going to be thinking about a couple of key possessions mm-hmm. where they didn't score or they didn't get a stop. That defense on the last shot by Thompson, that's a big time player, right? Big time player making a big time shot. He was well defended on that play. Very well defended. I see some people in the chat mentioning Herder should have been in. Talk about a change of momentum there, right, Grant? That's the last guy they would have wanted in two games ago. But you got to hand up. He's fading away. It it is what it is. And Grant, I mean, take a look at the box score. I know you are. There's not a ton of categories you point to and say that's where the Kings lost the game. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the box scores. I'm listening to you, and I'm I'm trying to pick something out that just doesn't add up. But again, you know, Lydia says that the Kings should – have won this game, no excuses. I agree with you. I still think they should have won the game. I'm not trying to make excuses. All I'm saying is that they took a team that had won, what, three in a row, playing on their home floor. The Kings didn't have their all-star point guard, and I just thought that there were a lot of real positives in this game. Yeah, I know it's a loss. I get that. And I'm not trying to make excuses. I didn't think the Kings would be – in this game on a final possession. I didn't when the game started. No chance. If you would have told me this game was going to be around a hundred for each team, I would have called you crazy. I mean, granted, if we're going to point to something, maybe three point shooting only 31%, usually the Kings a little bit better than that. But I mean, look at the offensive rebounds, Grant 14 offensive rebounds against a team that skewered you in game seven last year on the boards. Yeah. And I'm seeing that, you know, no calls killed us. I'm sorry. I I didn't see it that way. You know, uh, it seems like whenever the Kings lose, people want to talk about the officiating. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, Keegan Murray, you can you can jump on him a little bit. He actually had 10 points, but I'm with you on that. You know, he needs to play better. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you want a point, if we're going to play the game of there should have been fouls here, this possession was the reason it it was Harrison Barnes. Right. When the Kings had two point one left on the shot clock and he comes in, you get a shot clock violation there. You can't turn the ball over, Grant. Even if you have Fox, you can't do that. You cannot turn the ball over 
in that situation. All right, what about Keegan's defense? I thought it was good too tonight. What did you think? I thought it was excellent. You know, he he stayed on his toes. He got beat a couple times by Steph Curry, but guess what? Steph beat everybody last game, whether it was off the dribble yeah. or back door. So he defended well and gave Steph a completely different look than really we've seen since Keegan's been on this team. All right, I'm going to make one adjustment here, so I'll let you go. What about the uh, what about the free throw? Sabonis missed five in this game. Yeah, that's where it's at. That's the five that the Kings missed, 18 for 23. They're still hovering below 80%. That absolutely has to get better, especially when you're talking like a player or a player like Sabonis. That likely will come with time, but you'd like to see that because those legs are still fresh, Grant. It's the start of the season. So uh, there's another area. So we got threes and free throws. All right. 102 to 101, uh, the final. And I know that there were a lot of frustrated Kings fans uh, tonight because this game was right there. It was right there for the taking. And they didn't get it done, you know, and I, I know they lost to the Warriors. I don't know. How, I get that. You know, there are games that you really look back on and go, you should have won. This is a game they should have won. You know, like the Phoenix Suns last night. There's no way they should have lost that game to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant was horrible in the final two possessions. They were up 20. That's a game Phoenix may look back in April and go, gee, remember that time we blew a 20 point lead to that awful Spurs team? Well, the Kings didn't lose to an awful team tonight, but they're going to look back at some key possessions. You talk about the shot clock violation. You can't have that in that situation. You know, a shot, a bad shot is better than no shot right there. Great point, Grant. It's exactly right. And the way that your offense or your rebound in the ball tonight, you got Kevin Herter. I think he had nine or nine rebounds, 14 on the offensive glass for the team. You got to give your guys a chance, even if you miss that shot. Well, you sure do. And again, I know that there are a lot of frustrated fans and I get that uh, because now, yeah, really had a chance to, to gain some big-time momentum after beating the Lakers in overtime. Hey, don't forget about New Works Plumbing for your plumbing needs and repairs. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Just go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. And remember, they're available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. Just go to SACServicePlumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Again, the Kings right down to the wire. They got the, they got the point to go up. They were up 101 to 100, and then Clay Thompson hits the game winner with two tenths of a second left. And the final 102 to 101. I love the way the Kings played the last six minutes of the first quarter. They were trailing most of the first. They took the lead into the second, 31 to 28. Second quarter was separated by four points. Kings outscored the Warriors in the third quarter, 24 to 18. And then in that fourth quarter, the Warriors outscored the Kings 28 to 22. Which really isn't a big explosion for the Warriors, 28 points. We've seen much worse. They were in the 40s, uh, I believe, in the yep. third or fourth quarter um, in Sacramento in game two of the season. But, you know, again, balanced for the Kings. I know somebody was saying we don't like moral victories, but I think there's something to build off here. They're not going to win all of them. Um, you got Colby Jones, Grant. What were your thoughts on him? I thought he gave the Kings some good minutes. Yeah, I thought so. You know, he played 17 minutes. Uh, he had, you know, four points. He had a couple of rebounds. Uh, he looked like he belonged on the floor. And again, I think yeah. that the fact that he played 17 minutes tells you what Mike Brown's thought of him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he carried over what he was doing to a degree in the preseason to the regular season. First NBA minutes ever. So uh, I like his size on the perimeter. I, I think that there's a lot to build on there as well for Mike Brown and Colton. All right. We appreciate all of the messages uh, coming in. Keep them coming as the Warriors win it uh, 102 to 101. So you've gotten through the real the, the, the first two weeks of the season with a brutal schedule. 
And now you play the Rockets twice and the Blazers. So if you play like this, you should win all three of those games. You should. You you absolutely should. But that's that's kind of that worrisome thing, Grant, right? Because we look at what happened last season. Those were the games the Kings struggled in. Yeah, don't worry about your blood pressure. It's November 1st. All right. This this Kings team last year, <laughs> this this Kings team last year started 0-4. Oh and four. Okay. They're a good team. They're a good team. All right. They lost tonight. Doesn't mean that they're not a good team. They are a good team. All right. All right. So we were getting a lot of questions. Stavion uh, should not have been on Clay, should not have been in. Uh, his defense is highly overrated. Well, I, I disagree with you big time on that. Yeah, I'm not sure which game you're watch watching. If you want to argue whether Davion should have been on Clay, uh, that's up in the air. But Grant, all I can say is we've seen Davion guard bigger guards than Clay Thompson. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we appreciate that Serbia is with us, and Sacramento says thank you. And Sacramento says Dobro Utro to all of those that are staying up in the wee hours of the morning over in Belgrade and the rest of your outstanding country. Thank you very much. Here's another one from uh, Serbia. I'll let you read it. But uh, Sabonis draws two to three guys every time in the paint uh, that even Jokic never had when he had the possession of the ball. We can't understand Sabonis, why he can't pass anything at all out of uh, the paint. Well, he had six assists tonight and two turnovers. He's had some triple doubles. I don't know if I completely agree with that. I think that tonight there were times where I would agree where I thought he could have passed the ball. So I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, and again, that goes to uh, personnel with Sabonis. Usually when you get him down two guys, that's a kick out due to the way the Kings play, not usually a cut because of the spacing on the floor. Yeah, and you know, someone else said, and this is really good by Zachary. All right, let's give some credit here. Clay made a tough shot. Sabonis banked one in the play before. The problem to me was allowing Curry to get the easy layup to play before. Well, there's a guy that knows his basketball, and I think you're absolutely 100% spot on. Okay. Well done. 100% spot on. You know, what about this? Yeah. The key to beating the Warriors is maintaining a lead at the end of the fourth. You can't give them any room. That is the key. If you have the lead <laughs> at the end of four, I would agree with you. That's a, that's the key to beating the Golden State Warriors. That may be uh, the most amazing chat message that we've ever received since Ryan and I have been doing this show. Uh, Grant, that changes my view on basketball right there. Holy I, I, moly. I wish I had a gift card to give you, uh, Zachary. It would be my pleasure to do that for you. How about who that, needs, huh? Who needs Jerry Reynolds when you got Zachary? Man. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Bennett's Restaurants and their West Side Grill in Rockland. I want to thank so many of you that have gone into Bennett's and talked about this show and them sponsoring this show. It means the world to me, and it means the world to Brian and his great staff at their three locations. That's Bennett's West Side Grill at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Go to Bennett's restaurants.com you can check out the menu make a reservation and more and don't forget it's a fabulous place to have a holiday party you know ryan when you and i were at the west side grill a couple of weeks ago it's a, they, they got a private room with yeah. a tv so if you want to do a monday night football party or a thursday night or a college football game or a king's game you can do that they've got a beautiful covered patio out you know it's incredible so yeah. there are a lot of options think about a holiday party at Bennett's, all right? And they can accommodate you at uh, all three locations. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool little room. You got a view of everything. And then the yep. food. The food well, doesn't change when you're in a big, nice private room. <laughs> Come on. No. 
Oh, it doesn't. All right. Um, someone who talked about uh, Dario uh, Saric, a surprise 15 points. And yeah. you're right. I didn't expect Dario to play like that off the bench. But, you know, he was big. You know, when you look at the – we talk about Saric had 15, Kaminga had 12. So those two guys combined for 17. No one else did really anything, you know, off the bench tonight for Golden State. They relied on getting some key stops when they had to. And I, I, Chris Paul played 28 minutes. You know, he had two points, but he did do what he does. He had eight assists. And guess what? All right? No turnovers. That's Chris Paul basketball for you. That's Chris Paul basketball. He he changes the dynamic for Golden State. We've talked about it at length because he takes the ball out of Curry's hands. But, you know, it, maybe you just hit on the key to beating Golden State. And maybe the Kings found a little something here. It's depth. Golden State, they they just don't have the depth. And if you got a bench that can play the way the Kings do yep. on a good night, that can be the difference maker. Yeah, uh, it's a, such a shame about Fox. And we don't know about Fox's availability for the games coming up uh, in Houston. So uh, what do we give up for an all-star two guard? You're not going to get an all-star two guard. All right, teams that have all-star two guards don't like to trade them. All right. They do not yeah. like to trade uh, the two guard position. Grant was not crazy about Sasha. Rather have Trey play over him when he comes back. And you probably will for a while. Uh, but Trey's hurt. He's got a calf injury. He's not playing. You know, that's part of the deal. You you have to understand what you went through last year. You went through a season of pretty much, you know, tremendous health. And now you don't have Trey Lyles who hasn't played in the game. You're already missing yeah. De'Aaron Fox in game number four. You kind of knew this was bound to happen. You very rarely are going to go two years in a row, Ryan, with very few injuries. Yeah, and, and you hope it stops with Fox. It probably won't, but the sooner they get Trey Lyles back, that changes things for Mike Brown and opens up that small ball at the five. Just so you know, I'm not really supporting the Kings. I'm supporting you, okay? I'm not doing this show to support the Kings or me or anyone. I'm doing it to support you, and I, I, I hope you understand what I mean when I say that. I'm not doing this show because of the Kings. I'm doing this show because of you and because of how loyal and how passionate you are as fans. So I, I pointed that out last year and a couple of people raised their eyebrows. I don't root for the Kings anymore like I used to. I root for you. Okay. It, it brings me joy when I see you as a fan have the euphoria and great feeling when the team does well, that's what, that's what makes me tick. Okay. That's why I'm doing the show. Now I'm also doing the show because I need to make a living and I make some income on the show, but first and foremost, I'm doing it for you. All right. And I mean that Ryan, you know me and you and I have talked yep. about this. I have a bond with the fans that I've developed over decades of being in Sacramento and talking to them on the radio every day. I love the Sacramento fans. Yeah, they drive me crazy sometimes, but they don't drive me crazy because of lack of passion. They don't drive me crazy because they're not knowledgeable. Most of the fans are very knowledgeable. I think they get a slighted when it comes to their basketball knowledge from other cities around the country and other media members. Oh, I've yeah. found the Kings fans, Ryan, to be very knowledgeable, all right? And that they're unbelievably loyal. And I love that, you know? I love that. So, well, you can thank me all you want, but I'm thanking you for coming on with us uh, for all of our programming. It means the world to us. And you guys are freaking awesome. I'm not one of a kind, but 
Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> Thank you. 5.43 in the morning. Is that what that says? 5.43 yes, in the morning watching. 5.43. You know what? You're the freaking best. You're the freaking best. Uh, Ryan is a big-time Kings fan. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. I love the Kings. Grew up yeah. on Kings basketball. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Brown did not choke the game away. The reigning coach of the year did not forget how to coach tonight, okay? No. In fact, he, he did the opposite. Throwing that one uh, one two zone in there, I, I love yeah. that. I thought yeah. that was a good thing. So, yeah, he played a good game or coached yeah. a good game. Uh, well, thank you. Much love to you for being part of what we do. And by the way, if you are new here to the stream, uh, please subscribe to the channel. That way you are aware whenever we do a program, you'll be notified. And also, please give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, I know a lot of people are upset with that final minute. And again, I point to what Ryan pointed to earlier. You cannot have a shot clock violation in that possession. I mean, you can look at a lot of different things in a game. That keeps that comes right up here, number one. Can't have that, Rhino. Can't have it. Yep. Yeah, it, it doesn't even have to do with the Warriors, Grant. Just like you said, you can't have it even if you're playing the Rockets or some other team that's towards the bottom of the league. Yeah. Uh, and you can't take the Rockets lightly because the nope. Kings were so lucky last year to beat them in one of those two games. Remember? They got a Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. Who was the player uh, that – Eric Gordon with a one of the worst fouls that I've seen all year on a three stupidity yeah. that allowed the Kings to win that game. So you can't take anyone lightly. All right. No. And the Rockets have a strong backcourt. And it, when I say strong, they're physical. And, yeah. you know, that's going to be a thing in Sengun Grant. I mean, he is a heck of a player, young player. He likes yep. to play a little bit like Sabonis. Hey, I want to tell you about Blazona Development and their project that they have going on. And it is Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Now, I'm going to put the website up, and you can check it out for yourself. CalusaSunrise.com. Six models to choose from. Phase one is already sold out. Here's a pictures, uh, pictures of a couple of their different models and their layouts. Beautiful, beautiful homes uh, in Calusa. And again, if you go to CalusaSunrise.com, you can look at Sunrise Landing. And there's no Melaroos. There's no homeowners. So, again, just go to that website. If you have friends that live in the Calusa area, if you're thinking of relocating, this is a beautiful, beautiful project courtesy of Lazona Development. So uh, check it out today by going to calusasunrise.com. All right. 102-101, the final. And the Kings now, with that loss, Go to two and two, and the Warriors off to a very good start after losing that opening night game. The Phoenix they've won four in a row. Yeah, they they didn't look good in that one, but they've figured out a formula that's working, led by Steph Curry. Any chance that the Kings might be able to get Zach Levine from the Bulls at the deadline? Yeah, there's always a chance. His name has been up in rumors. I know the Kings tried to get Zach Levine a few years ago when they, you know, Vladi uh, offered him uh, the offer sheet, and the Bulls yeah. matched it in about ten seconds. So, you know, but that's a different front office. I've always loved Zach Levine. I, I love Zach Levine, but I, I don't, you know, right now he's the property of the Chicago Bulls. Well, let's take it a step further, Grant. What do you think it would take to get Zach Levine? Because that's the other thing. You got to give something to get something. Yeah. I personally don't think the Kings are going to be in a position at the deadline where they're going to make that bold of a move. Because I think at the deadline, they're going to be pretty good. I really do. You know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, assuming Fox comes back. 
well, he's going to come back. You hope that he comes back sooner than later. And you just you you made a good point. I I think it was maybe uh, during our last show that this is an ankle issue that he's had off and on during his career. So you got to be concerned about that. Yeah, you do. But then you also look at Steph Curry, who, you know, before he started winning the championships, people were worried about his ankles. Um, So, you know, they'll take all the right precautions. And if there's a pair of shoes that has good ankle support, it's probably the Currys. Uh, They say, why are the Kings uh, having a back to back with the Rockets in Houston over three days? Because the the NBA last year started to have uh, road games in succession with the same team to cut down on travel. So what did they do? They accommodated the players. They kissed the players, but they go, okay, you know, we hearing you about load management. So we're going to reduce the travel. You're going to go to several cities this year where instead of going to it twice, you're only going to go there once. You're going to stay for two, three or four days. You can unpack your bags uh, and load management actually got worse. And that's why the league has had to put in their player participation rule uh, this year. So, you know, whatever, you know, I I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with the Kings going to Houston and playing them, you know, in back-to-back games to cut down on the travel. That's fine. I mean, I don't think that's hurting anybody. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, there's some advantages to it. it. It gets you tuned up or gets you in the mindset, kind of a playoff series, right? You're seeing the yep. same time two times in three days. So you got to make adjustments. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it's 82, right, Grant? It's same schedule, just yeah. different times. You, you know, there's a lot of people asking about roster moves and can you get LaMelo when he's a free agent? Do you realize that it's November 1st? Okay. Can I ask you guys a question in gals? And I mean this. Why are you talking about roster moves? Why are you talking about players on other teams? And if there's a chance you can get them. And how about you enjoy this team, which looks pretty good. Okay. Looks pretty good. And and sit back and enjoy it for a while. It's freaking November 1st. The season started on October 25th. <laughs> Relax. Watch the team. Watch them mold. Watch them come together. Don't worry about players on other teams right now and whether they're available. Okay? It's, it's, it, now's not the time for that. February is the time for that. Next summer is the time for that. Not not on November 1st. All right? Come on now. Naves, not if it's a, not if you're a Sacramento Kings fan. That falls come under on. that passion uh, column. That's what it is. All right. A lot of people talking about Bruce Bochy, uh, a legend. Yeah, Bruce Bochy's pretty darn yeah. good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll tell you, man, I don't normally brag, but my buddy, Ryan Knight, was really good behind a plate tonight, man. I can't wait to see his score tomorrow. Uh, he was on his game. And 
I'm so happy that that last pitch was a strike when he rung up to win the World Series. Um, that was that was a thing of beauty. It was a big thrill for me to watch my good buddy uh, behind a plate tonight, his first ever uh, World Series plate job. Really enjoyed that. But anyway, yeah, congrats to the Rangers and uh, for the Kings. Well, you know what? It's a tough loss, Ryan. It's a tough loss because you had you had a chance to win the game and you didn't. And those are the ones that are tough to really take. Yeah, but I grant me personally, I would rather take that and have a one game sample size that this team, at least we know this team without Fox has the potential to play a decent game, be gritty and get a win. They put themselves in a position to win. So yeah, absolutely. You lose to Houston grant or two to Houston. Now we're going to be having a different conversation. And Houston looks awful right now. One and three. Bad. You know? And the only win was against the Spurs, was it not, if memory serves me correct? No, they lost against Spurs. They won tonight. I think Houston got their first win. Oh, they won tonight. As a matter of fact, why don't we go over the scores right now? Yeah. Here, uh, with 15 seconds left, the uh, Lakers are leading the Clippers. Uh, Paul George is at the line, and he's got one more. Uh, It's 117 to 116. And again, George with one free throw left to try to tie the game. Uh, boy, the Portland Trailblazers going to Motown. Two and they beat row. the Pistons 110 to 101. And all of a sudden, those red hot Blazers are two and three. Break up the Blazers. The they, Raptors. They, they, named, huh? they, heard us, they heard us count them out in the last <laughs> postgame show. Paul More George locker room the, material, Napes. Paul George makes the free throw to tie the game up at 117. <laughs> Raptors pounce the Bucks tonight, 130 to 111. Uh, Atlanta gets the win to go to 3-2 and two over the Wizards, 130 to 121. Boy, the Boston Celtics look like they were in shooting practice today, 155 to 104 over the Indiana Pacers. The Celts, we knew they would be good. They are good. They are 4-0. The Nets get a road win in Miami, 109 to 105. The Heat, That's a big Rhino, are one and four to start the year. That's surprising. That's really surprising. And I know they yep. didn't make a ton of moves, but that's still a good basketball team. All right. The Cavaliers beat the Knicks 95 to 89. Uh, this was an interesting game in Oklahoma City, and it was a close game. The Pelicans beat the Thunder 110 to 106. New Orleans, no one really talking about them in the West. They're off to a good start, Rhino, at three and one. Just like last year before Zion got hurt. So you yep. got to keep your eyes on them, Napes. Yeah, and you're right. The Rockets did win tonight, 128 to 119. So that's going to give them a little confidence going into the games with Sacramento. How about the Timberwolves? They beat the Nuggets. They hand the Nuggets their first loss of the season, and they beat them badly, Ryan, a 110 to 89. Yeah, they they put it to them. Uh, the Timberwolves, is the two bigs going to work out for them now, Napes, all of a sudden? Man, I'll tell you, uh, you they, they're better than what they showed last year, Rhino. You know, they should be, their yeah. roster's better. Uh, the Mavericks stay undefeated. They're 4 0. They beat the Bulls 114 to 105. The Grizzlies are 0 5, and they are in deep trouble. They got blown out tonight in Salt Lake City by the Jazz 133 to 109. So there you have it. By the way, the Clippers and Lakers are going to overtime. James Harden, by the way, not playing uh, in this game. I know that's shocking news that Harden's not playing. No way. Uh, but he's not. I know that's that's a no way. You know. Did Did you catch the video of him walking into the Clippers locker room? For I the sure first time? did, and it was so puzzling to me. Because Russell Westbrook didn't even get up until Harden walked over to him. They were once teammates, you know, yeah. in Oklahoma City. 
And I just thought that whole thing was so bizarre to me. Yeah, you know? both UCLA boys. I mean, it, it made it, some of the guys didn't even look up from their cell phones. No, when no. Harden walked in, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, so did, I, I did thought see, that was. Did you see Steve Ballmer greet him? And I was watching that video, and I'm like, Steve, you you don't have any hair to pull out, but if you did, you'd be pulling your hair out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bomber likes to get a little excited every now and again, but he, he's going to get a good taste of Harden, what he's like pretty soon. Yeah, good luck with that. By the way, okay. in that New Orleans game, uh, Zion Williamson played 33 minutes. He had 20 points. He had 10 rebounds, and he had eight assists. That's a big win for New Orleans. Again, beating the Thunder uh, 110 to 106 that game in Oklahoma City. All right, so uh, the Kings right now have the schedule that's going to work in their favor at least when you look at the teams on paper, what we don't know, Ryan, we don't know when Fox is coming back. Yeah, you don't. And I, like you said, De'Aaron's tough guy dealt with the uh, injuries before with the ankle, but I, I've got to think you want to be a little more conservative, Grant, at this point of the season, or do you push it because you're more no, fresh? I don't push it. He's going to want to push it. He's going to want to play in his hometown of Houston. I know De'Aaron, he's going to want to play, but here's your next, your next five games. At Houston, okay, Saturday and Monday. Mm -hmm. Then you're Portland at home, Oklahoma City at home, Cleveland at home. So these next three games, they they really – you cannot slip up. You've got to win these next three games. Don't you think it's got to be a minimum three of the next five? Minimum? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I could see them losing to Shea Giggles Alexander in Oklahoma mm -hmm. City. Kings don't play great at home. I could see them losing to Cleveland – uh, assuming that the Cavs are healthy. And then here's a very interesting road trip in the middle of this month. All right. At the Lakers, at the Spurs, at Dallas, two games at New Orleans, and you close that road trip at Minnesota. You better hope Fox is good to go for those for that road trip. Yeah, you need him for that road trip because right there in the middle of that one, that could be 4-0 with the King or 0-4 with the King's yep. MO, you know, Dallas at team that's kind of we don't have an identity on them yet for the most part but san antonio you get caught by wemby so you got to have foxy back again the uh, season is uh, very young uh we get that all right and the kings now have i'll tell you when you look back at that lakers win in overtime how big is that right now massive where you're, not, where you're not climbing out of a hole for the second year in a row there's a big difference between being two and two and one and three yeah, it's absolutely huge, Grant. And, you know, this I know you play 82 and everybody plays the same people depending yep. on your conference. But you look at the Kings schedule this year, there is not a lot of runs that you can point to and say, OK, if they have a bad couple of games, at least we've got this six game stretch where we know the Kings can beat those teams because that's just not there. I'll tell you what else is very interesting. There are five teams in the West right now that have either no no losses or one loss. Dallas is 4-0. Golden State's 4-1. Denver's 4-1. The Clippers are playing right now. They could, you know, they either be 4-1 or 3-2. And, and then New Orleans is 3-1. So you got teams off to some pretty good starts in the West. And yeah. the, the one team that I thought would be good, but then when Steven Adams, when I saw that he's out for the year, I changed my whole take on Memphis because I thought they would be really good. They're yeah. in last place at 0-5. So the Kings at 2-2. Two and two, Listen, I, I know it's silly to talk about the standings at, in great detail. I'm just trying to make a point that there are some teams in the West that are really coming out of the gate on fire. 
Yeah, and that's it's probably good for the Kings that they're going to see some of those teams early, get a taste for them. But you got to think the Clippers hopefully would fall off. Traditionally, they do. But Dallas, Grant, when we did our preseason um, look ahead, we didn't know what type of team Dallas would be. That's right. Or no, that's a shock. I mean, that's a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year, Grant. Yeah, and you know they haven't had the toughest schedule in the world. So I'm gonna I'm gonna you know mention that the question is with you know Kyrie Irving be able to play with you know Luka Doncic and you know four games isn't a big enough sample yeah. size yeah. you know but four and zero is pretty impressive that's for sure. But they have not really had the Kings have had a much tougher schedule uh, than Dallas. So you know again we keep on saying you play 82 and you know health is going to prove to be. Uh, so important as we talk about all the time, Ryan. I mean, look at the Kings right now. I don't think they'd be two and two if they had Trey Lyles. All right. I think no. they would have won the game. I know we, yeah. I'm going to not even talk about Fox because that's the obvious. I think if Lyles is on the floor tonight, they win the game. Yeah, absolutely. He He's worth at least, I would say, 10 points in a game like this that's up yes. and down, playing yes. small. So absolutely. I, agree. I actually have a question for you about the Kings. How are you looking at the two guard position right now? Let, let's let's take Fox out of it. Let's say he's in the lineup. How are, how are you feeling compared to how we felt after the first couple games about the twos? Um, I feel pretty good to be honest with you. I, yeah. I thought tonight was a uh, you know I like that Davion contributed offensively. Not to change subjects real quick. I wasn't aware that Kyrie Irving did not play it, and I'm looking at the box score, uh, and they won one fourteen and one hundred five. But. Uh, I, I've said this from training camp, and I'm going to continue to say it. I like their roster, but I don't like the way some of the players are playing on the roster, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Kevin Herter had a chance to build on his last game. Well, he didn't. Okay. I'm looking for consistency out of him. I'm not surprised at all at Sasha Vizankov. I thought he would have a roller coaster type of a start to this season, and that's mm-hmm. what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I expected a little bit more consistency through the first week and a couple of days from Keegan Murray to Jekyll and Hyde for me right now, that has to get better. So not everything is great, but I tell you, I love, I think the bench on this year's team, Ryan is better. I like what yes. Chris Dorothy uh, does. You talked about Colby Jones, Sasha. I think when he gets his feet wet, is going to be more consistent. I like the second unit on this Kings team. And I'm not even talking about Trey Lyles yet and Malik Monk. Yeah, absolutely. You got to throw JaVel McGee's name in there for what he is. He's protecting the rim. And Grant, how many times did we get on these broadcasts last year? The Kings need a rim protector. Yeah, It was almost every single night, yep. and they're getting that. All right, so back to uh, Dallas for a minute. Here are their four games, all right, that they won. They beat Chicago. They beat Memphis. They beat Brooklyn. They beat San Antonio. All right? Okay. Guess who they play next? They play, they play Denver. Who's coming off a loss? Then we'll find out. That's a yeah. that's an early season measuring stick game. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. There. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Some final thoughts, my friend. Uh, you know, the Kings just have to find a way to be a couple points better because it seems like every game we're talking about a possession here, possession there. I think they'll get there, but uh, for what it was without Fox, pretty good effort. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Good job on all your work today, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. And thank you uh, to you all. And again, if you're new to us, please subscribe to the channel. We really would appreciate that. And uh, give us a thumbs up. We really enjoy doing this programming. We enjoy it a lot more when there's good news. And for the Kings fans tonight, one point short. I know that's a tough one to take, but um, you get right back on it with two games uh, coming up.
in the Lone Star State in Houston. Thanks very much, everybody. Uh, appreciate your support. We'll talk to you next time right here on If You Don't Like That. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.